Ghost stories have been around as long as there have been people around telling stories. Here in the Adirondacks, we have plenty of scary stories that have been told and retold. Especially while sitting around a campfire late at night. Telling ghost stories was a favorite pastime of the traditional Adirondack guide. It was, and still is, a great way to share the folk stories of the region. This episode is a celebration of the tradition of telling spooky stories. Our stories have just enough history in them to make you wonder. Ready to earn some extra credit? This is Taylor. And Diane. And you are listening to 80K Extra Credit, a history podcast for students made by the Adirondack Experience, the museum on Blue Mountain Lake, located in the heart of the Adirondack Park of New York State. You may believe that a ghost story is any story that has a ghost in it. That may be true, but I think the best ones are the ones that are handed down from generation to generation. They reflect our history and become a significant piece of our cultural folklore. What is folklore? You may think it's just an old time story, but folklore actually includes a wide variety of things, such as stories, songs, foods, celebrations, games, dance, art, words, superstitions, and sayings. All of those things are folklore. The definition of folklore is the traditional beliefs, customs, and stories of a community pass through the generations by word of mouth. So those stories we hear about a spooky old house on the edge of town, or the one about the wailing mist that floats down the forest path, that is considered our community's folklore. Some of the scariest stories are the ones that are supposedly based in truth. There are lots of stories about spirits of people or animals that were wronged in life and returned to scare the living. It can be fun to hear a scary story and then see if you can find out the history behind the story. You can uncover a wealth of really interesting history about your town by researching ghost stories. Think about it. Whenever you hear someone say, that house is haunted, or I saw a ghost, Your first questions are, who is it? Or why is that place haunted? And what happened there? The answers may be even more interesting than the ghost story. Folk stories are a way to remember the important roles ordinary people played in history. Important people and historic events are only a small part of the past. The stories of the ordinary people that were our ancestors are often preserved in folk tales. Some of those tales are of misdeeds and mayhem, and they usually evolve into ghost stories. Here is a story that was in the book, The History of Hamilton County by Aber and King, published in 1965. Ghosts came to stay with the people at Indian Lake. The most widely known was a tale that started with a murder that occurred at Beaver Meadows between North Creek and Indian Lake Village. Sometime around the mid-century, 
A rough gang of lumberjacks worked in the area. They didn't like outsiders. One day, a peddler drove his jolting wagon across the rough roads into the camp. His was an unusual, forbidding appearance. Large of build, enormous hands and feet, with fingers crooked and bony. Piercing red eyes stared from a face covered with coarse white whiskers that matched the shaggy white hair of his head. Never did he turn his gaze. The lumberjacks said they suspected that this strange-appearing peddler was there for no good. But that didn't excuse what happened next. The story is told he was dragged from his bunk that night, was murdered, then together with his horse and cart, was dumped into the old cellar, and the remains set afire to destroy evidence of the misdeed. No one came looking for the old man. After some years, the lumber camp was rebuilt into a house. A family lived there in the late 1880s. They told a story of hearing someone entering the house at 10 o'clock at night and going into the cellar. But when they looked, no one was there. This was only one of the recounted incidents. There would be at times come a persistent tapping against the window. The light step of someone walking upstairs would be heard at midnight. The wail of a weeping woman would be heard from the dark depths of the cellar midway between the farm and the highway where the murdered peddler's body had lain. At times, the face of the hairy giant would suddenly appear around the corner of the house, his long white locks trailing the ground. Again and again, someone would hear the clanking of a covered wagon just before they would see the vehicle driven by a bewhiskered ghost and pulled by a lean old horse. <laughs> Brr. I'm going to be on the lookout the next time I'm driving near that area late at night. Me too. I hope that poor peddler got his revenge. There's a special responsibility to each bit of folklore we learn. It's important to preserve it by retelling it or writing it down. The tale of that poor peddler done wrong may have been lost to time since it sounds like the killers got away with it. But his story was handed down until it was retold in that book, and now we have told it again. So, I guess in that way, he did get his revenge. People hiking in the Adirondacks mention the beauty of the pristine wilderness. But the truth is, there is a lot of the forever wild that was inhabited at one time. Houses and lumber camps that are long gone have only stories left behind to tell of their time here. One such place is the Rhinelander Estate near Lake Pleasant, the once vast estate burned to the ground in 1875. But it left behind a tale of sadness and a possible ghost that is told to this day. Here is a version of the tale that could be told around a campfire on a windy night. If you hear anything tonight, don't come out of your tent. Don't come out unless you want to become the eternal friend of a very lonely lady. 
There was once a beautiful estate on this land. It was built by a wealthy man who loved the Adirondack Mountains. He left it to his son. This son married a beautiful woman. You would think that he would be the happiest of men. But as is often the case, money didn't buy happiness. The son was a jealous, jealous man. He didn't let his wife have any friends. Her letters to friends were burned. They didn't have any visitors, not her family, nor anyone else. She tried to get a message out. She tried to become friends with anyone that was kind to her, but her efforts only resulted in misfortune. An old washerwoman, a servant in the big house, befriended the poor lonely woman. Well, I'm not saying he did her in, but it wasn't long after their friendship started that the poor old servant was found dead in the brook with her washboard by her side. Eventually, the wife wasted away and died. Her husband was inconsolable. He interred her body in a mausoleum on the estate for a year before he finally buried her in the family cemetery plot in New York City. The family slowly stopped coming to their beloved mountain home and it became abandoned, but it wasn't empty. At first, the house was used by caretakers, their families, and other people that worked on the farm. Not for long, they began seeing someone that should have been long gone. In the inky stillness of the night, the workers would see a woman coming toward their bed. She would be sobbing loudly, but when they reached out to touch her, she vanished. She was seen more and more. People heard the rustling of skirts, saw her brushing her hair in the mirror, and on one memorable occasion, candles used for lighting the room were thrown in the air. Maybe she's looking for her friend, the washerwoman, or maybe she just wants to make all the friends she couldn't make during her life. All I know is that though her house and her family are long gone, she is still here. That's another story with details that can be found in the History of Hamilton County book. Tales of the past are the best places to find tales of ghosties and ghoulies and terrible misdeeds. We hope you've enjoyed this celebration of our spooky past. Remember to retell the folk tales of your community and do your part to preserve the stories and traditions that make it unique. Thank you for joining us for an episode of ADK Extra Credit. This podcast is brought to you by Adirondack Experience, the museum on Blue Mountain Lake. Our mission is to expand understanding of Adirondack history and the relationship between people and the Adirondack wilderness, fostering informed choices for the future. Listen in again two weeks from now when we'll have a brand new episode. In the meantime, if you want to learn more fun Adirondack history, visit our website, theadkx.org, T-H-E-A-D-K-X dot O-R-G.